0: Hi there, this is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. Do you consider yourself a voice actor? Well, whether you do or not, the fact is that those most likely to hire you do see you as an actor, and they expect you to perform accordingly. Regardless of your experience level, those auditioning, or most likely to hire you, will assume you're a professional and expect you to know your job both in and out of the booth. Nevertheless, a great many aspiring voice talent do not consider themselves actors, and the litmus test for when and whether they do is as varied and subjective as the individual talent themselves. Often because a great many would-be voice talent have little, if any, acting experience. They may come from radio and have a distinct announcer-type delivery, so they consider themselves announcers rather than voice actors. Or they have a corporate history, and perhaps the extent of their performance background thus far has solely been public speaking. Every talent has their own set of obstacles and assets, whether you're an established professional actor when you first expose yourself to voiceover or not. And the very same demands are required of you whether you're an experienced voice actor or not. Certainly a bulk of voiceover work today is considered an ounce. However, you're paid to have a pulse. You're expected to bring life to the text and and have a point of view. Every performance you deliver is expected to sound like you're thinking out loud, rather than the writer simply putting words into your mouth like a puppet. Unfortunately, far too many talents sound forced or silly, even if they have an extensive acting background. So rest assured you newbie voice talent out there, it's not solely the plight of a novice voiceover to require training, technique, and guidance. This unwanted affect can easily manifest after years of delivering radio announcements with the same over-the-top attack, or after voicing scores of small market reads that create a muscle memory that's generally considered off-putting by larger market spots and narrations. There's numerous ways this undesirable, by-rote sort of delivery can come about. So, suffice it to say, every skill level of talent has obstacles to address and conquer. As an actor, whether you're just starting out or even if you've been at it for a while, it's your job to remain present and attentive both in and out of the booth, to offer imagination, interest, point of view, and a sense of effortlessness to every read, regardless of whether your performance is on camera, on stage, or voiceover for that matter. You're expected to self direct prior to anyone offering you direction. And then if you're given direction that may be quite contrary to what you've been doing, you're expected to just as easily change course and seamlessly adopt what you've been given. That takes practice. Of course, maintaining your professional materials, such as your demos and your home recording setup, or headshots if you're going after on camera, are all necessary as you're expected to promote yourself while making yourself accessible to the work. Otherwise, hiring you will be far too much of a challenge to bother with. Your goal is to make hiring you a simple task. Such is the life of a professional voice actor. Every skill level of talent requires coaching and must devote a minimum of five hours a week toward developing and maintaining the performance muscle. Otherwise, your skills will atrophy and so will your career. It's up to you to dedicate yourself to approach the work as a professional regardless of your experience level. This is Kate McClanahan. This has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.